Hello and welcome to Thank You, Brittany, a pop culture podcast pertaining to the performances, personal life, and passions pertinent to one Miss Brittany Jean Spears. I'm your co-host, Terry Blast. And I'm your co-host, Michael Koopman. And this is Thank You, Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. Um, it's mid-December in gloomy Portland. So yeah. um, it's the weirdest December, obviously, any of us have ever had. It's um, bright and sunny. Great. <laughs> yeah. I uh, can't tell if I'm like so lethargic from the weather or it being Oh, I'm December. feeling that. I'm yeah. feeling that big time. And then um, like uh, Taylor Swift came out with Evermore like a couple days ago. Oh, right. And it's really good, but it's so lethargic and it makes me feel almost more depressed, but it's kind of fun. But I'm... Well, so it's, inter- it's interesting you bring that up because since last week, since we recorded we both were kind of like messaging each other like that. We like actually had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, we we're like yeah. excited about this new project and everything. And since we recorded, I have been listening to like the songs we talked about and that we mentioned in last week's episode. And it's so interesting how like before, you know, I never would have given the time of day. And now I feel like that's exactly what I needed yeah. to like not go into like the deep depths of yeah. like, quarantine depression was like listening to some like super old school pop bubblegummy Britney for you know? sure it's like 90s it's nostalgic it's like super positive totally I, I yeah. think it's also it makes me think of the summertime in like especially July when like Lady Gaga came out with Chromatica and it was like the theme of summertime yeah. and I was like dancing so hard we like had this you know pool in the backyard we were like I was like, this feels like a real summer soundtrack. I know, the first time I heard that song was when you played it for me. Yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> and it was like the best summer theme. And I was like, I'm going to have this totally. upbeat summer. And then like Taylor Swift dropped Folklore. And I was like, my whole summer changed. I was like, now it's all melancholic and like out in the like right. sunshine, feeling my feelings. Like it completely changed the tone of my summer to start listening to Folklore. So now Evermore is doing that to my winter or pre-winter yeah. Um, so I do think I need to take a little break from the... Um, you need a little Britney break. <laughs> I need a Britney break, uh, for <laughs> sure. And I agree. Uh, recording this podcast last week was a highlight. It was so much fun. And to have something to work on is, like, so essential yeah. for this time. I've been wanting to do something creative since COVID last March, and I have not had the ability until about now, like, seven, yeah. eight months later. Uh, well, no, it's good that, like... Now, now when I think we both kind of need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, actually, we're, like, we're like, we just need to do it. <laughs> just, yeah, have something else to focus on. Um, yeah, nice. yeah. That's great. So yeah, we were talking before we recorded. We're like, before we get into the nitty gritty and <laughs> what did we say? We were like nitty. I was like, you need to, we're about to get into the nitty gritty. No, <laughs> yeah, now nitty Brittany. We just, we just left the, we just, you know, we're about to get into the nitty gritty, nitty Britty. <laughs> I don't know. Nitty, it's nitty. Now, some, now it's, it's just in like there somewhere. The nitty Britney. Yeah, it's seeding. It's seeding itself everywhere into yeah. <laughs> into yeah. everything we do. Yeah. Um. So this is episode two. We're going to get into her second era. And last week we talked about her like you called it, baby Britney. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say about last week other than you know looking at some of the stuff and listening to some of the music that we talked about uh, the past few days has just been really fun. And it has been making me, you know, kind of think about my teen years. Yeah. So yeah. That's kind of interesting. And, you know, we're going into what you said is um, the year 2000 with this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. And so, I, I, yeah. And so me and Brittany are three months apart. We're very, very close in age. And I think that played a big part in how I, loved her so much um but yeah so when i when i listen to these songs i think about where i was year 2000 was the year i graduated from high school um mm. so you're really coming into your own at that time of your life you're like finally kind of blossoming moving there out was, of your house there was so much at that time too about like you didn't just graduate high school you like entered the new millennia do oh. you remember like never been kissed oh. how their theme prom was like the millennium everything was millennium <laughs> Every, yeah everything everything and i don't know if you remember where you were when it turned 2000 oh. yes and yes and no 
I have, so we'll get into this in a little, a little while, but my year 2000 was very strange. Um, And part of the reason that I wanted to, to like do a little bit more research, because, you know, the point of this whole podcast is that like, I know nothing about Britney Spears and you know, like everything. Mm -hmm. So, but part of the reason I wanted to was because there is actually a huge gap in my pop culture knowledge from, from like May of 2000 to May, 2002. And that's because those are two years where I was living in New York in the Bronx, but I was a Mormon missionary. So for those who don't know, missionaries are not allowed to watch like TV, movies. Mm -hmm. They're not allowed to listen to music. They're not allowed to read anything but like holy scriptures. Mm -hmm. So I, we, and we can delve into this in more detail in a minute, but like, oops, I did it. I I refer to it now as oops, I did it. Just because of the (laughs) oops, I did it. um, Literally came out like just a few months, I think, before I left. And so I got to hear that song, witness that that music video, and then kind of like not really see much or hear much about any pop culture, anything, which was like basically prison for me. Sure. Like, you know how obsessed with Buffy I am. And like literally the last episode I saw was like Willow coming out to Buffy. And I like had to go teach people about Mormon Jesus for two years. I would like literally cried because I was like, I'm going to miss seasons five and six of Buffy. I'm so upset. Yeah, anyway. I, I cannot imagine being that age and having my uh, pop content taken away because yeah. it was literally my anchor to stay sane. Absolutely. In my life. That's And that's what mine was too. Yeah. And that's, I think, you know, everyone talks about like the sophomore album or, you know, whatever for right. like the artist's career. But I think that like she just, her, like Britney's star just kept rising. It did. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, after the era we just talked about last episode, uh, I feel like her whole team, everyone around her just had dollar signs in their eyes. Oh, like sure. they were just like, we have something here. Like she is getting so much attention. And, you know, Britney came out around the same time as a lot of other pop stars, but she was kind of known as the first, like the first of that era, because directly after her was Christina Aguilera's uh, first album after Britney's first album, Jessica Simpson came out, Mandy Moore came out, all Mm -hmm. these girls who were all blonde, young pop stars and around the same age. And so they're all kind of trying this thing because it was so successful with Britney. And no one denies that, that she was the the pioneer in that world. Yeah. and you could tell that Britney was doing something that everyone else was trying to kind of emulate, uh, trying to like cash in on that idea of being this like young girl who's positive, but has some sort of edge to her, but is, you know, this, this fun idea of a, an American yeah. girl, like the American girl. And, and yeah, you kind of really see that with, I mean, with Christina, even though her career sort of turned into like a very vocal yeah focused thing her first her first like video is there's a lot of dancey performance yeah. in this in that in that genie coming out of that bottle totally. like, and, yeah, but then and, quickly abandons yeah. That. yeah and I think I don't yeah and I I think Christina came out you know so soon after Britney I feel like there's probably some bitterness which like I was going to get into this too but like since they were so similar and they were both on the Mickey Mouse Club at the same time and there's all these pictures of them as kids on the same cast yeah. There was this like notion of their rivals or their their competing, and there was this competition that I feel like was put on them. Yeah, that that's what like the that industry wants to do. They love isn't it. it, like to yeah. pit them get pit them against each other. They and and I think at that time they were just waiting for any kind of piece of a a a pop. What do you call it? Like a pop skin, not scandal, but like like when they're. Like what? Like when there's two pop stars that are not rivalry. Like, yeah, some sort of like rivalry. Any kind of pop. Yeah. Yeah. There's a word I'm not thinking of that's driving me crazy. But they wanted that with the two of them so bad. And what I loved was that Britney and she continued to do this throughout her entire career. Still to this day, she never said a negative thing about anyone else in the music industry. She only said nothing but love. And that's is that been, for is that for serious for realsies? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I think Britney is in such a little bubble and I think she's been in such a bubble her whole life. 
I think that she doesn't even see herself as being the best. I think she sees herself as doing what she does and she knows she does it well and she enjoys doing it. And I think that's honestly where she comes from when she performs or does anything in her career. I think she's just enjoying like, just herself. Super focused on doing her own thing. Yeah, she's, yeah. And those are the people that you're attracted to. It's like, you're not trying to be the next this or that. Her people that she looks up to are Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson and Madonna. And those are the people that she is striving to be. She's not trying to like be the next, you know, or take over from other stars. Like she's doing I her own thing. Forgot. She shines on her own. Like I forgot how much she kind of was compared to Madonna. All the, yeah, and she was compared to Madonna a lot. And I think that is something that is so annoying. It's not really the, a, accurate, I think. No, because they're so Harrison. different. I mean, yeah. any anytime anyone says, oh, is this the next whatever? I think no. Like, there's never going to be the next Madonna. Like, Madonna yeah. is Madonna. There's never the next Beyonce. There's never the next Britney. Like, they are standalone artists. There's never, yeah, can you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine someone being like, oh, you're the next Cher? It's like, no, there's only one Cher. One Cher. There's I only know, one right? Britney. And and I, yeah, so Britney, they were they're saying that about Britney a lot. Um, yeah. If anyone, I would say Lady Gaga would be the next Madonna, if there were to be one, which that has- She like gets that comparison a lot too. All the time. And like, yeah, Madonna hates that, but, and like come out and said that before, but whatever. Britney <laughs> has been nothing but a fan of everyone in the music industry. And that's something I've always loved about her is that she's never uh, taken part of the- uh, The drama. drama. That, that they've tried to create around her. And uh, yeah. at that time, that was a huge deal. They were always trying to compete or trying to say they were competing. And what I loved was that year uh, at the VMAs, the VMAs that year was like one of the best VMAs you could ever see. And it, it actually, the VMAs were on like back in August and I watched it just for fun, which like watching the VMAs now is like, oh, I don't know anybody. Yeah. Like we were both watching them and texting each other and we were yeah. like, we we're like, I am, who is this musical guest on Saturday Night Live old now? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I didn't like, I didn't know who any of the performers were. Nobody. Like, except like, for maybe like The weekend. I, I know The weekend. Yeah, The yeah. weekend is like my anchor. I'm like, I know you. Okay, I know that yeah. song. But everyone else, it's like, it felt like a parody of the I may VMAs. as well be watching like the, the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Or like, I don't know, the European American Music yeah. Awards or... Uh, so, but that 2000, so they were playing old VMAs on MTV to lead up to that VMA. I didn't know that they were. Oh my God. It was so satisfying. So I watched the 2001, which was this year that we're talking about. And it was so pivotal. It was so iconically MTV. So iconically the year 2000. So Christina Aguilera did come on over, but then Limp Biscuit came up and like sang and they did the Nookie song together. And there was oh all these God. rumors about them sleeping together and they were like playing it up on the stage. It's ridiculous. Um, like I think Nelly performed. It was, it was like all the stars of 2000 were there. And Britney came out to do her performance, and it was her first VMA performance. I just watched this. Oh my god! This morning, <laughs> this this performance reminds me of when YouTube was brand new, in mm. like mid two thousands. I don't know, and that was like the first video I would try to find. It was like I need to rewatch that because back then you couldn't like rewatch videos you love over and over unless you like recorded right. it on a VHS. So that so she comes out. She's on a staircase that's swiveling around. She's in this like sparkly- Like a black, black yeah, suit, right? Like mm -hmm. a black tuxedo-y, but like covered in sequins. Yeah. And with a hat and like comes down the stairs singing, uh, I can't I get no- I can't yeah. get no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like- Satisfaction. Yeah. And she's all like shy and sultry. And then she gets down to the stage and the song tempo kind of changes and she just rips all her clothes off. She does this moment that I was like, ooh, whoa, where mm -hmm. she goes down the stairs and mm -hmm. then she like holds onto the rail and does this like strong gyrating movement. That's yeah. kind of, it was, it, it's kind of like takes you by surprise, but it's almost like the like, I am giving you a taste of what I'm about to show you. <laughs> and, and like that exact statement is like what she did in that performance for the entire year. She's like, yeah. wait to see what I'm actually gonna do this year. And it set the tone because she took all her clothes off and she's in this skin tight, I don't know what you call it. It's it's for a for her. It's like a nude, a nude illusion body. Yeah, suit. exactly. It's very nude illusion, but covered in like crystals that are sparkly. Yeah. 
and her hair is long and crazy, and she does this whole dance. And her hair's her hair's like a lion's mane a in this. Like, lion's it's like mane. in her face. It's a bit like not in like a bad way. It's kind of like she's dancing, and it's like yeah. sultry and kind of like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. It's really and, interesting. And, Obviously, there was all sorts of comments about it. And like, oh, my God, you were naked on stage. You were naked on stage. And she was always like, no, I wasn't naked. I was wearing a bodysuit. It just was skin tone. And they were like, well, we, you know, you look naked. And she was like, I just wanted to be sparkly, which is like, always, I love how Brittany responds to these questions. Where yeah. She's like, no, I just wanted to be sparkly. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you did look naked, but I also loved that you looked naked. I thought it was cool. And you like owned it so well. And like, yeah. I mean, at this time, she's 18. Mm-hmm. She might have been 19 at that point, but she was, you know, kind of coming into her late teens era. But like the that Britney compared to the like the baby one more time Britney is so crazy different. I mean, this is all in the course of two years. And she went from like, you know, in the baby one more time video, she's tiny, she's young, she has like basically brown hair, and then cut to like two years later, here she is with this like lioness um yeah. with a sparkly bodysuit on doing what people like to call a strip tease um, and just like blowing people's minds. Like she's also dancing inside of this like silver rotating egg. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's a really interesting performance. It's a very interesting performance. Um, but what you can tell is she commits to it like 110%. Um, and what I, the, my favorite part about that performance is the very end when she's like down on the ground and she's like throwing her head around and like, literally pounding the floor and then the song ends and she's like "Ooh, i did it again and then she like you know everyone applause and then she just like starts laughing and smiling and she's like this giggly silly girl and it's like <laughs> yeah. she's just like ah ha, ha, wasn't that fun and like walked off and I, I i feel like that's the britney that we all love is like she can put on this hat she can wear, be this role of like i'm gonna be this like sexy empowered confident girl and but like really this is just like a stage performance it's for fun and I think that she always saw it as something just yeah. for fun I'm gonna say something that will probably get a lot of people really upset <laughs> at me but I remember not long ago there was a certain pop star who performed on you know like a VMAs or whatever and after she performed she was like oh my gosh I can't believe I did that oh no get me out of here uh, kind of like yeah. just that attitude you know sure. not being not being rude really but like this sort of like feigned like nervousness mm-hmm. that it's like okay but you just went out there and like belted your ass off you like perfectly it. so yeah right. and then the attitude of like oh I don't know mm, I, I gotta go I feel so weird mm, get yeah. me out of here <laughs> yeah. as opposed to like what you just said which is like we've we keep going on about like the positivity and the kindness or whatever, mm-hmm. but just the attitude of like, at the end of this performance that she has, that Brittany has this like, you know, smile and this like giggly kind of like, she's happy and like also kind of like maybe even proud of herself. Yeah. Like the, the, she, like the sense of pride that like, I just performed at the VMAs. Like yeah. this is- She's a this dancer. She's yeah. a dancer before she's anything else. Like she has always been an insane dancer and her idols are like Janet Jackson. And, and that's what Janet did in the early 90s. Like, yeah. if we say Britney is crossing the line with being scandalous, like, and I don't, I love Janet Jackson to death, but like, this has been happening for many, many years. Like, watch Madonna yeah. back in the day at the VMAs, watch Janet, like, they're all doing crazy stuff. And she's just yeah. kind of carrying the legacy of like being the next person. Um, so, I, yeah, she, I do think Britney got way more harsh treatment because of that performance than than Madonna ever did, or actually Madonna got a lot of crap, but it was different. And, and, and like Janet didn't do, or Janet didn't get the same amount of crap either. I mean, she did when Justin ripped off her, like, that was the Super Bowl, and that was Justin's fault. Exactly. (laughs) I know. It's like, why was that all directed (sighs) at Janet? Oh, it makes me Can we talk about the oops, I did it video? Yeah, 100%. I, so rewatched it as part of like the, research for this episode sure. yeah and our research I, we do <laughs> i right and i will one remember loving this like red mm-hmm. like leather outfit she wears and this like almost kind of beehive hair but what struck me about the video was remembering that like this is this video is almost like a precursor to like ariana grande's break free video sure yeah, yeah. because it's like you know like outer space 
mm-hmm. there's like astronauts she's like in a spaceship on mars mm-hmm. like you know and it's they're sort of like you can kind of see the some of the parallels there but i had kind of forgotten about that aspect of it yeah the funny thing you mentioned or the funny thing about what you mentioned about her hair so her hair is styled that way because a light fell on her head on the set and <laughs> yeah she she got hit on the head um and she decided to keep filming. She didn't take the day and she had like a gash on her head from a light. Oh, so the bang that kind of so like the bangs are covering like a bandage. Um, yeah. So she, that's that, and like then that hairstyle got kind of like known because from that video, but really it that's, was just a cover of a bandage. That's the mark of a professional. Remember right. like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but like I was an insane top model watcher in, back in the day. Oh, and there's an yeah. episode where like some, one of the contestants has like a problem with her eye. And so she's like, I can't do the photo shoot or whatever. And then uh, Janice Dickinson is like, uh, I had something in my eye once and I had just like pose with my hand over my face. <laughs> and I was like working the poses and just, it was so I, funny. I miss that. Top yeah, it was really era. great. But like, that's kind of, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Obviously if you're like hurt, sure. Yeah. Get it taken care of, go to the hospital. But like the mark of like, no, you know what? Okay we're here everybody's mm-hmm. here we're let's just do this yeah and, and there's like i do think there's something to be said for if i had a gash on my head <laughs> i'd probably be like oh my god there's a gash on my head I, yeah yeah as, as opposed like to like 17 but there's something to be said and who knows if it came from her or whatnot but she obviously went along with it was mm-hmm. the idea of like you know what just give me some bangs right yeah <laughs> whatever yeah, let's keep going like, that takes some ingenuity some creativity yeah. to just be like okay you know what who cares <laughs> let's, let's work with it right i i think she's always been a workhorse which um i i as i've come into my adulthood i feel different feelings about people who like overwork themselves because i feel like we like yeah. make ourselves do that way too much but as a culture yeah we like pride ourselves about it but um but she was someone who didn't want to take a break she wanted to keep working and work through it and keep going so I think I think it's different when like she's on the set and there's yeah pe- there's like everybody's there and there's dancers and there's whatever and maybe there was the pressure to like yeah mm-hmm. we got to do this but mm-hmm. but I you don't know a lesser person would probably have been like no sorry we gotta stop I have to go to my trailer can't totally do this right now. yeah and but, you know she's still she's still proving herself in this era she's yeah. still like you know trying to stand her ground and find her place that's her own um and I also think with that video I think that video is the perfect definition of like, like when people say it's so cheesy, when like, it's really just like the campiest video you could make. It's super campy. It's for fun. And it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. So how how much of in that song, the lyric, I'm not that innocent, do you think is a direct correlation to what she had just gone through in the previous era? Yeah. So uh, I think that ties in with my thoughts about that song which are, I think Oops, I Did It Again is actually a really good song. And I think it's very well written. And it was what, at the top of the Billboard charts forever. It broke all the records. Um, yeah. Actually, today, that, that song broke like some record that was only broken by Adele like five years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. So people often say the Oops, I Did It Again song means nothing. There's no meaning to this song. It doesn't have any meaning because it doesn't sound like it does. But like when you really think about it, it totally does. So it's saying um, that she is flirting with a guy and she accidentally got him to catch some feelings. And she's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. And like, I I played with your heart, got lost in the game. (laughs) I got lost in the game. I'm just playing around here. I didn't actually mean to have you fall for me. So, oh, but let's not forget the Oh, baby, baby, because right. that is in that song. Oh, it's in there. Oh, it's, there's a baby in there. Um, and I think, yeah, so that I'm not that innocent. It's like this guy thinks that she's just like innocently playing with her when she like knows what she's doing. And she's like, ah, I'm just playing with your heart. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, I'm actually not that innocent. Um, but I, yeah, so I think that's where that line comes from. It's like, I'm right. not, I'm not doing this innocently. Like I'm doing this for fun and I probably shouldn't. And I just got someone to fall for me again. And that sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as a, like this comment on like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be that big of a flirt because yeah. then, someone, then this guy fell for me or whatever. Yeah. 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 So I don't mean to interrupt and whatever, no, but it. like um, in regards to this album, was the title of the album, Oops, I Did It Again? The title of the album was Oops, I Did It Again. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> and then, so that came out in 2000. It came out in 2000. Is this era, are you referring to this era as 2000s? This is Britney 2000? Can we call thinking, it Britney 2000? <laughs> I was thinking more of like a Britney 2K. 
Okay, perfect. So the Y Brittany is the end of her name, Brittany 2K. Oh uh, my she, gosh, that's perfect. Right? She yeah. did have uh, a tour that year called Crazy 2K. So it's also kind of a, a nod nice. to that tour. Brittany 2K, that's so perfect. Brittany 2K. Brittany 2K. Um, speaking and then, of, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I was just going to say... <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of that tour, I was looking that up. Um, so she had a tour with her baby one more time after she opened for uh, NSYNC, she had her own tour that wasn't super long, but she did have her own tour. And then in 2000, she had her second tour that was where she was the headliner. And I just want to read to you um, who opened for her throughout this tour, because oh, this, wow. this yeah. is the most 2000 openers. This is like B-list pop stars. She had the A-teens open for her. <gasps> I love the A-teens. Oh my <laughs> God. Cause I, so my parents, my parents are super Mormon. And so some of the only secular music they listened to were the was, 18s? No, it was ABBA. <laughs> yeah, they were big 18s fans. <laughs> but so like I was obsessed with 18s because it was like this electronic-y poppy kid yeah. version. It's basically kids bop ABBA. Totally. And I loved it. I had the 18s uh, single, the, the CD single of their Dancing Queen version. And I was obsessed. Nice. Um, See, now I'm going to need to listen to 18s. See, I this know. is, yeah, this is it's, nostalgia trip for me. Yeah. Um, another opener was Together, which was the <laughs> <laughs> boy band from the MTV uh, spoof TV show where they were pretending like uh, they were becoming a band, a boy band, to make fun of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and 90 Degrees. Right. But then they ended up making music for this spoof television show. The music got popular and became I singles. And they ended up becoming an actual yes. band from like a spoof show. So Together... I, I remember they they had a song called Calculus. Oh my God. You plus me equals us. Um, and people <laughs> liked it. <laughs> um, so yeah, Together opened for Britney in 2000. B.B. Uh, Mac, which uh, okay. my friend Elise is obsessed with B.B. Mac still. And I, I she plays them still in her car and it's really funny. Um, Aaron Carter opened for her. Oh, wow. Um, and the band Take That, which had the song called Back for Good, which I yep. used to love. And recently- They were from England. Yeah, totally. Yep. That was so, Robbie Williams, right? Uh, yeah. Did it, is Robbie that what Robbie Williams was? Yep. Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Take that. Take that. Um, Take that. So those are her openers for wow. her crazy- And that, yeah, that was the tour, tour called- uh, no, that was the Oops tour. So she had the Crazy Duque and then she had an Oops tour. So she's working like crazy. She's filming videos. Yeah. She's on tour. Um, she's everywhere. This is when Britney became the idea of Britney. I was and like, this is when like, it's hard to think of a time where she's not Britney. Like at this point, it's kind of like she's a staple and she's everywhere. So that's yeah. where she like really became into her own. Were there other popular singles or songs from that album? Yeah, so um, she had Lucky on that album. That oh. was her second single. Uh, guys, this is a story <laughs> of a girl <laughs> called Lucky. I always want to, like, I don't karaoke, but if I did, I would love to, like, karaoke that song just because I want to walk up on stage and be like, this is a story about a girl named Lucky. Just that oh, a song so starts with a sentence. When quarantine's over, you and I can definitely book our own private Yes, at Voice Box. And just have an entire Britney night. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. You can invite everybody as long as they agree that they have to do a Britney Yeah, song. yeah, yes, yes. I think we should. That's. I think that's what you're doing for your birthday. <laughs> I think it might be. That's We're amazing. Loud. Um, lucky. Yeah, Lucky was that time, um, which is funny because, you know, at the time she was just starting to get famous and it's a song about like, Oh, but I'm so sad because I'm so lonely. Because it's why do these tears come at night? Why do these tears come at night? Which, to be honest, when cut to like 2013, when I went mm -hmm. to go see Britney in Vegas, and this is post, you know, obviously everything and her breakdown and everything she's been through. Um, seeing her perform "Lucky" was so eerie. It was like a totally different meaning. Oh wow! You, you, yeah, we've seen her publicly actually break down as a person. So. It was, it had a whole different meaning. We're going to have to go in depth into your experience seeing her when we get to that year. <laughs> oh, we haven't even gotten to when I've seen her in a concert yet. And that's, I've seen her, <gasps> oh I've seen her four times. So, uh, so yeah, she had Lucky. And then she had, and we'll get to this, but in my opinion, the best song on the album um, is Stronger. Oh, I love that song. If you want to run, listening to a song that's going to make you want to run fast, listen to stronger but it's yeah it's absolutely. on my running list and every time it comes on 
I don't even like notice how much I'm panting and sweating. I run way harder. I'm obsessed with that song. It's still, it, it what is a held serve, Like what a serve though, to go from like, my loneliness is killing me to my loneliness ain't killing me no more. <laughs> oh, I remember. I was sitting in my dorm room at University of Oregon with my roommate who uh, I barely knew. And we were watching Making the Video. And when he heard that line, she was like, oh, Brittany update, she's not lonely anymore. And like, he doesn't even know Brittany and he was able to like connect that to her first song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Stronger was on that album. Amazing. I think it's an incredible pop song. Uh, also one of the best music videos I've ever I don't, seen. Okay, I don't even remember that music video. What is so it? It's, it's all what black is? and white. Um, it starts off in this like really funny, like it's supposed to be like a club, but in like a futuristic club. And okay. she sees her, I assume boyfriend and he's flirting with another girl and she not just her cousin this time not her cousin she is upgraded <laughs> she has a real an actor. actor yeah <laughs> and, <Okay. laughs> and he well, he's like flirting dancing with some girl and she just says whatever and walks away and then that's when the song starts so she's like leaving him and um most of the song is her on like a soundstage that's completely black and it's just only her and the the whole video is in like black and white kind of bluish tones is she is she dancing a lot now just dancing the entire time and awesome. it's it's like a solo dance the entire video is a solo dance it might be her first dance video where she doesn't have a huge entourage behind her dancing and it's just her alone and she does a lot of chairography with this chair that's incredible cool. and the special effects are kind of amazing for that era uh and it gets really surreal there's a time where she like her chair turns into a cane and then she's like whipping it around and then she throws the cane on the floor and then the cane just like becomes this orb she's inside of and then it like pans out and she's in space and then it zooms back in and then she's it like sounds like a segment from fantasia yeah it, yeah <laughs> Brittany tasia for sure Brittany tasia. um so then she's like driving in a car in the rain and singing the song really hard and then she like spins out the car has this whole emotional moment. And then she's like standing in the rain to finish the song. And the best is this moment at the end where like the song changes keys and it turns into this like, you know, more intense song. Yeah. And the rain just like, instead of falling down, it's falling towards the camera. And it's it's just a really cool pop moment. I can't wait to watch it. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. It's, it really is probably, it's in my top three favorite Britney videos by far. And so um, you you said you think that's you feel that's the best song I from think the era. That's her best song. I think that's the one that has stuck the most. I think that's the one that we like still to this day enjoy more. Is it so also than your Oops. favorite? It is not my favorite. So oh. um, my favorite song actually isn't on the album, but it was supposed to be on the album, and it wasn't even released later. It's not on Spotify. It's not anywhere. You can only find it on YouTube. And it's Britney Spears covering the song You Got It All, uh, which I don't remember who the original was. I should look that up. It's like an 80s band. Um, huh. I'm going to look it up right now because I want to okay. know. <clears throat> it's You Got It All? You Got It All. Uh, she sings it so well. Oh, it's by the Jets. It's a song by the Jets. Oh, okay. Um, it's very uh, stripped down version of her singing you can really hear her voice and she just kills it she kills a cover and hmm. I don't know why it wasn't released I don't know why it wasn't on the album um back in Napster days that's how I found it I downloaded Napster. it on Napster in 2000 um because I'm waiting one... for I'm waiting for the tv show about like know, two guys two gay two gay friends who were downloading Britney songs on Napster <laughs> in the year 2000 did, yeah. did, did I just come up with my next <laughs> I think you did. You did. <laughs> Napster was my life. Napster, LimeWire, whatever, Lime all those wire, things. Yep. Audio Galaxy. I was on kids all of have them. No, kids have no clue. We didn't pay for music. We didn't have Spotify. We made our own Spotify. We found music ourselves <clears> and <throat> just downloaded it illegally and free. And that's how I yeah. had all my music. Um, and, and to, it, I mean, you don't even need to like, like if you didn't want to, you don't, you wouldn't have to pay for like Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. If you just, if you just have the patience to go to YouTube and type in right. anything, you know, totally. like that's crazy yeah. that like now it's all at your disposal at like um seconds notice when before you'd have to sit there and like wait for your song to download oh on Napster if you can find it. 
Well, when I, yeah, when I hadn't gone to college yet, <clears throat> Napster still took like 30 minutes to download one song. And the first song I downloaded ever was Mandy Moore Candy. And it blew nice. my mind that I had the song for free. And I would yeah. listen to it every morning to get ready. Um, so yeah, I, I downloaded the song, You Got It All, because I'd never heard of it. I listened to it. It was my instant favorite Britney song from that era. It still is today. I used to make these mixed CDs of all my favorite songs. That's how I still have a copy. Um, I don't know why it's not anywhere though. It's so good. So we'll have to post the link. We'll have to, to post the link to it. Yeah. I, it's interesting that you bring up, I say it's interesting a lot. You can mm -hmm. cut that if you want. I'm glad that you brought up Spotify because part of what, and this is for realsies, part of what turned me around to the idea that like, who cares? Britney could be amazing is that, you know, uh, I'm sure listeners now know, like you and I are friends. Sometimes we go camping. Sometimes we go to this cabin, whatever. We hang out quite a bit or we used to before, yeah. <laughs> before COVID and that you are kind of always like the music person. Yeah. And you, anytime you play music, I'm like, Mike, I'm like, I may as well be on Shazam the whole time because like Michael yeah. who is, is great. What is this? This is wonderful. I need to know who this is. And so you have like these great curated kind of like, you know, year and like playlists and like you just talked about making like you know cd playlists and stuff too but your taste in music like made me sort of think like okay well if everything he always plays is great and he loves britney <laughs> then maybe yeah. i've seen something <laughs> yeah. here yeah yeah <laughs> I, thank you um yeah playlists are my thing they have been i mean everyone from our era is we're all obsessed with making playlists yeah. and i i was that was just like i made a playlist for every single uh season of every year from the mm -hmm. year 2000 to today i still have a playlist that i make for every season of my favorite songs and that's incredible i love making playlists of a certain vibe a certain um setting and yeah uh, yeah so so you mentioned last on the last episode that we did that like that you would have a spotify like yeah. playlist of certain yeah. things so of like the songs we talk about mm -hmm. but are you for this episode are is it just britney music or are you going to include like a song by 18s and a song by like God, that's Mac? a good idea you know what i mean i think we should i think we should do that i because, could do like, a playlist inspired by every era because calculus oh my god now now i have to you know have and to. and like the idea of being able to include something like strong like a it's not not stronger you got you got it all you got it all. if we could like that might be kind of interesting i, don't I know. love that idea uh, i do have an honor honorable mention i have a hard time with the word honorable um <laughs> but it's the song don't let me be the last to know and it was oh the, i know that one yeah it was the uh major ballad for that album and she um the video was beautiful she's on a beach with this dude and um she looks stunning and she's wearing like these daisy duke shorts and like a tiny top and she is it's 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 a beautiful video uh and actually that song is RuPaul's favorite song of Britney. He like, oh, really? he's, he's talked about it on his podcast before. Cause the, the sound of her voice with these like masculine background singers mesh so well together. And it's very oh. late nineties sounding. It's so satisfying. So uh, cool. don't let me be the last to know. So good. Um, yeah. Nice. That's your honorable mention. That's my honorable mention. Honorable <clears throat> mention. Um, I forgot what I was just going to ask you. I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> so I can talk about uh, what the major controversy. Oh, I know. Oh, go ahead. That's it, what it was. Yeah, yeah. Was there a scandal? Was there any kind of major, major controversy happening at this time? So at this time, since we uh, kind of moved on, not fully, but mostly moved on from the virginity question. And I think people just have to have something else that they're obsessed with about her. So after they stopped asking her if she's a virgin, or mostly stopped, uh, she started dating Justin Timberlake. Um, uh, that's was going to be my next question. They're an official couple. Uh, and they were suddenly obsessed with the idea of her having a boob job. Everyone thought she had a boob job. Um, she It couldn't which, be that she was like 17 right. and then is suddenly from 18 or 19, who right? It's different from when they're 16, when they're filming that video, to when they're 19 right. now. <laughs> Come yeah, on. It's ridiculous. And also... Just on the same note as the virginity question, like, why, like, how, how, how disgusting is that to ask anybody if they've had anything like that? Yeah. And no, she didn't. Like, she had to actually publicly say that she didn't because people kept asking her. 
And I remember this time, because this is actually when I was friends with my friend Missy. This is like when I met her. She's still like one of my best friends. And I remember her and I talking about it in the dorms in the year 2000. And Missy was like, she probably just got on birth control and it makes her boobs big. Like yeah. she's a girl and like your body is always changing. Like she's growing up. And, and for that to be such a focal point of the topic to everybody is so gross. And, yeah. and that's all anyone talked about. And so that was a huge thing is, did she have a boob job or not? And all these pictures trying to prove that she did. Uh, and then, you know, she got super fit later and her boobs got smaller and she obviously never had a boob job. Um, and the other thing was everyone was uh, making fun of her for lip syncing in her concerts. That was like the thing. It's like she lip syncs. Everybody doesn't do that. As if everybody doesn't do that, especially pop stars who have to dance like crazy yeah. for two solid hours. Like, and she does sing. And I think this is something that, you know, people hear one time and you see one video and you make assumptions and you're like, yep, she's lip syncing. And it's like, well, that was the one time where she's dancing crazy hard. There is a backtrack, yes, for that. Also, like, she is a singer, she is a dancer, she is a lot of things. Like, you have to be able to understand that she's having to perform. There's gonna be moments where she's not singing totally live, but she is still singing. And there's a lot of times where she is only the only voice you hear singing. So yeah, at the end of the day, I don't care if she lip syncs. I honestly do not care if she is singing on top of a track of herself singing. What I care about is, am I entertained? Like 100% yes. Like she yeah. is an entertainer and like everybody does it. And if that was, I don't know. I just don't think that's a very fair argument on her talent is if she's lip syncing or not. She's also no, not known to be like, she's not Christina Aguilera. She doesn't have those pipes. I do think she's a talented singer, but she's not known for being the best singer in the world. So I'm okay with it. I mean there's a different reason why you would go to like a Christina show versus why you go right. to a Britney show. And that, that's totally. not just purely to say like one for voice and one for dance. But like you said, there's more to a performance than just the dance. Like Britney is giving you a vibe. She's giving you the show. Yeah. Hello. Not that Christina's not like, obviously she is. It's just a different show. I and mean, both are love, valid. We love drag queens. They lip sync everything. Like, right. <laughs> I, I don't mind a lip syncer. Um, you imagine, I can't believe you lip sync. <laughs> I can't believe you're not singing that song. Um, it's, I mean, it's recordings of her singing. I know that that's her voice. We all know that's her voice. I don't, yeah. and you know, you're in huge arenas. Like you're, you're so far away from her anyway. Do you really care? Um, right. But that was something that she got a lot of crap for. But what I love that she did is she's in the middle of all these controversies about her boob job, about her lip syncing, and she hosts Saturday Night Live. And oh, so she she hosted Saturday Night Live twice. And so would that be the memorable thing from this era? That was I think so. Th that is like my big takeaway from this era is when she hosted Saturday Night Live, because we're still getting to know her. We don't fully know who this person is. We see this image. We have this idea. There's this whole like she's this crazy pop star, talented girl. Is this when she does the skit? Sorry, not to interrupt you, but no, is this when fine. she does the skit where she plays Dawn, who is a former Mickey Mouse Club? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Um, and I think she's in that skit with Molly Shannon. Yes. Okay. And she's like, and giving, you all the, giving you all the tea on like wh Britney. what Britney was like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like kept showing up on time right. and not smoking cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't Molly Shannon. It was, um, it was morning latte with Sherry O'Terry and Will Ferrell. And they're like, Don's like, cause I don't front. I don't front. Yeah. And then yeah. she was like, did you hear that? She does not front. She does not front. <laughs> she does. God, Sherry O'Terry is also my, my favorite. favorite. Not cast member of all time. I have 100% on, on, uh, DVD, like right now. Uh, she is my favorite. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Um, so when Brittany came out for the monologue for that, she's like, you know, given the sweet little monologue and so excited to be a Saturday Night Live. And she was like, you know, there's people saying things about me that might not be true. And one of those is that people think my boobs are fake. And she's like, that's so insane. I'm a growing girl. Like, of course, my body is changing. Like, let it go. But as she's saying those words, her boobs have these like mechanical things inside of them that are like moving, moving around, around and looking right. really crazy. Um, and then she's like, and then people think that I lip sync and like, that's ridiculous. And then I'm the a sound singer. And, sync up. and then like her mouth isn't <laughs> spitting at all. Um, at so least she know. can make fun of herself. She, she's she not is, taking it super seriously, you know? She's like, in on the joke. Also, yeah. she's like living her dream. Like she's fine. Like, yeah. 
I don't know. I, I, I just love that she could like make fun of herself like that on Saturday Night Live. I love and the idea of her being like, I don't give a shit if people think I lip sync. Does not care at all. Yeah. And that I remember that whole episode, she killed it. She is hilarious. Like her timing was on. She could be super relaxed and funny. And that's when I think we all kind of got to see who she was as a, like her real personality for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's when I fell in love with her. I was like, okay, she's so much more than what we think. There's so much more underneath going on. And I think she's like someone I'm going to be obsessed with for a very long time. I wish I could remember more of the skits from that episode. She had one. There was, they had a group called, uh, they were making fun of Destiny's Child. It was called like Gemini's Twins. Gemini's Twins. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and she was one of the like girls in the Gemini's Twins band. Um, and I just, so they would, I, I feel they did, they, 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 that would be a recurring skit. Yeah, Gemini's twin. they did it with J-Lo. Was, yeah, they did it with like Cameron Diaz once, I think, yeah. or like whatever. Um, but yeah, I remember. And like- I had my like, off. And, the uh, rotating like person in the, in yeah. the at that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they were like Gemini's shooting a video. Twin. Yeah, she oh was God. one of those. Um, and then she performed. Um, and I think she performed. So she was host and- She was host and musical guest, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so that was one of my favorite moments with her. And- yeah and then it was really just people were obsessed about her and Justin that's like they those two pairing up I mean I think I don't know nobody knows but I think they've probably been on again off again for a long time or they at least know each other incredibly well um they like NSYNC was at their peak of their career Britney is just like climbing up on the top of peak of on the top of her peak and those two combining, I mean, they became pop royalty. They were like the super couple. Of the they day. were the super couple. Yeah. Um, I think it's in the next one, but they they had the iconic uh, denim outfit oh, together. Oh my God, yes. Um, well, we can talk about that. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, they <laughs> so became- does, does Britney and Justin's relationship seep into that next era? It does. Okay. It totally does. It actually- yeah, it seeps into the next era. Well, that's sort of a good teaser for like what's to come. Because that was such a mess. <clears throat> but like, yeah, at this at this time in 2000, they are nothing but like sweet with each other. They're like she call he calls her pinky because she loves pink, and he call she calls him stinky because he farts a lot. So they're like <laughs> pinky oh and stinky, God. and they did this like charity basketball game where they had jerseys, and on the back of them said pinky and stinky. Um, they're just like the cutest couple. And I think that like, I think they were really good for each other because they both were becoming so famous at the same time. And they've known each other since they were kids. So they could really trust each other. And um, they both were having the same experience. This is such a unique experience that not many people get to have ever. And they get to have it at the same time and already be so close from childhood. So I think they really confided in each other and kind of rode that wave together. So I'm sure it was nice to have someone with you who has known you for so long and can just like- Kind of understand the experience. Yeah, being had. thrown into this world. Um, Cause Justin <clears throat> on the flip side, he was he was kind of the Britney of the boys. Like people were obsessed with him and sexualizing him at a young age. And he had the same kind of attention just on the boy yeah. side. So people yeah. love that, that ramen noodle looking hair he had. Oh my God. I do remember I wanted to shave my head when he shaved his head because I thought it looked really cool. And I did. And I looked nothing like him. <laughs> You're, it's, it's like one of those, like, um, what you what you order and what you get. Exactly. <laughs> like when I tried to wear, I, I tried to wear, wear eyeliner because of Ewan McGregor. And I looked nothing like Ewan McGregor. Um, but yeah, yeah, they were, they were a power couple. Nice. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you think you want to tease for like the next upcoming era? I mean, Britney is in a certain movie uh, that comes Ooh. out in the next era um, with a star-studded cast and it's her only feature film. Um, she has a very public breakup. And <gasps> with um, who? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. I know. With, she has a whole other album. <laughs> comes out the next awesome. era so yeah Wait. there's a lot this next era is really like probably my one of my favorite Britney eras because it's when Britney just is Britney Spears it becomes that like idea of a person that was so and, like, fun solidifies into the icon that she absolutely became. yeah nice all right well so I think we should wrap it up I think that's 
that's that pretty good so fast it's my, literally yeah. my favorite topic so it's well, it hard makes to it, stop it makes it not a chore to record it's these not things. a chore at all <laughs> a good break. i'm glad yeah all righty well um i guess that's everything for this episode that is britney 2k for you britney 2k and then it turns and... out the world didn't end and we Got this going. Everyone's clocks and computers kept working. It was yeah. all right. Yeah. That, that's another reason I like not to keep the show going. That's another reason I talked to my mom this morning too, because I was like, mom, I don't understand. I think that I was in New York from two, like May 2000 to May 2002, because I was definitely there during 9 11. But I re- distinctly remember a family having jugs of water in their <laughs> bathtub because they were scared of Y2K and the world ending. And I was like, but if I wasn't there for January, then how do I remember this? Yeah. She was like, I don't know. We're Latino. We're crazy. They probably still (laughs) kept it in their bathtub like months and months later because they still were probably scared. (laughs) I was like, okay, maybe that was it. (laughs) That's amazing. I actually remember on Y2K, I was part, I was a senior in high school. Half of me was um, actually scared something could happen because I was super gullible. And I also wasn't invited to any parties. So I spent it at my grandparents' house and I oh. ring in the new year with my grandma and grandpa. Yeah, but now I'm sure you don't regret it. No, it was, like I would have much preferred to be with my grandparents who I love than like at some shitty high school party. Yeah. Like we had a blast. So Exactly. Yeah. All righty. Well, the millennium. The millennium. <laughs> okay. Thank Brandy you for TK. thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank and you for we'll listening. See you next time. Yeah. Sounds Bye. good. Bye. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find us on Instagram at Thank You Brittany for even more Brittany content, and Spotify for our Thank You Brittany playlist. The links are provided in the episode description theme song is heartbreaker by the gang and we'll see you next time it's britney bitch <laughs>